Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me, by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's plan to make the rest of our life the best of our life. Before we get started with this week's episode, can I just remind you to please, please, please review, share and subscribe to the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you do want to plan to make the rest of your life the best of your life, take a look at www.gurgleit.com forward slash my best life and find out more about my best life journal and workshops. Welcome to episode 40 of the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. This one's called If You Do What You Love, You'll Never Work a Day in Your Life. Episode 40. Consistency doesn't come easily to me, so I am very proud of myself for getting here. Thank you for your support. If you've already bought a copy of the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus My Best Life Journal, you'll recognise the name of my guest this week. It's none other than Jennifer Lynch. Yes, she who created the Shades of Cephalonia meditation downloads, which you get as a free gift when you buy the journal or attend my workshops. Jennifer is multi-talented, not only an empowerment coach, but also a successful published author and passionate salsa dancer. She's a friend of mine, and I'll tell you how we met in a moment. But first... Here's this week's handy life hack. When you put the wet washing into the tumble dryer, throw a dry towel in there with the clothes and your load will dry in about half the time. You're welcome. Before we move to the interview, I just want to tell you how Jennifer and I met. I was on holiday in Catalonia three years ago with Gary, my husband. It wasn't particularly hot, but one day we went into a pool bar which was quite deserted because it was nice enough to sit around, you know. There was just one other lady in there, and we got talking. And she was one of the few people I'd spoken to at that time who didn't think I was weird for talking about the law of attraction and positive thinking. We found out we had similar interests, writing, the theatre. We were even crazy enough to swim in the icy cold pool together whilst Gary just laughed at us. We've kept in touch and we're talking about various business ideas together. So, ladies and gentlemen, here she is, Jennifer Lynch. Enjoy. So today on the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast, I've got my good friend Jennifer Lynch. Now, those of you who have already bought the Best Life Journal will know that Jennifer has given us access to her Shades of Catalonia series of meditation tracks and they are sent to you automatically when you purchase my Best Life Journal. But quite apart from that, when Jennifer's not in Catalonia, 
she is in the south of England and she does an awful lot more than meditate. So Jennifer, delighted to have you here. You are an established author and empowerment coach. So can you tell us how you got to this point and what is an empowerment coach? Okay, empowerment coach is someone who helps people who are feeling a little stuck in their lives move forward. It's similar to counselling, but it's, it's a little bit different. It's a bit more um, in the immediate now. We don't mm -hmm. go back a long way. But obviously, you know, I did a year's counselling, so I use some of counselling techniques as well. And I also sometimes use a few angel cards, but I have one-to-one -one sessions with people now and right. um, helping them move forward. Right. And you mentioned angel cards. What are they? Angel cards are um, cards which have got pictures of energy on, and they're just basically something, a form of focus, positive focus, mm -hmm. which can sometimes help, you know, the messages help establish where the person is going in their life. Right. Um, I've done a lot of angel card readings in the past. And if I have an empowerment coaching session, if somebody chooses they want a few cards, then I do that. Otherwise, we work without cards and we're just mm -hmm. working intuitively and um, also empowering the person, you know, with whatever yeah. difficulty yeah. is so they can right. get through. Right. For a long time, you've been trained in Reiki and massage therapy yep. as well. So does sort of the empowerment coaching enhance all those skills and, and pull them all together? I think so, definitely, because if somebody would, you know, as a result of having a session with me, they decide that they would like some Reiki or to have their chakras balanced, then mm. that is something that I do offer as well. Right. So it's a whole holistic approach, really, yeah. a bit of a yeah. package. Oh, that sounds amazing. But how, how did you become an empowerment coach? I mean, what, what is this something that you've done then all of your life or is the reiki and massage what you've done all your life or have you had another um, career in in the past no i had another career in the past i used to work doing legal secretarial work mm. and um i got to a certain point in my life when my children were young where i did various jobs because it was difficult because i was a single parent i couldn't get back easily into legal secretarial work and at that point, I decided that I was going to train in massage therapy and went, you know, to college and to, to learn the, the techniques for that. So I did my Reiki and my massage in the early 90s. Right. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I would imagine it was quite, a, 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 well, a lot more unusual than it is today. Yeah. It was also the thing is the job I was in, um, I had to actually leave work an hour earlier to get to the course and they wouldn't let me do it. So I actually gave up my job so that I could do this because I felt that if I didn't retrain in what I really wanted to do, then I would be stuck mm -hmm. um, in the sort of, you know, in no man's land. So that was a difficult decision. And actually finding the money then for babysitters to yeah. look up my son's was very very difficult so it wasn't an easy thing to do but it was also something I never ever regretted because yeah, it wasn't yeah. a change of career 
And I had to look at the fact that, you know, it's not just about money, it's about what your heart is telling you, what mm-hmm. direction your heart yeah. is telling you to go. Yeah, so you were very enlightened ahead of a lot of us because we're a similar age and I always think that my age weren't really exposed to that kind of thinking and this follow your heart way of life. We were encouraged to sort of stick stick at it, get a job for life, do what you're supposed to do. And I just find it really enlightening that you made that difficult decision and were a single mum as well at the same time, which somehow that must have made the decision even harder because you you just had yourself to rely on financially, didn't you? So I'm I'm absolutely in awe of you making a decision like that. So that will have drastically changed your life. So can you tell us how it changed and give us any strategies that we could be using now? Because like I say, for myself and a lot of people listening to the podcast, we're at the age where change is happening, whether we like it or not, whether it's physical or whether it's through bereavement or whether it's through an empty nest or whether it's through retirement and we're not quite sure how to become unstuck you know like you you recognize that right away that you have to follow your heart for those of us who who didn't quite make it what what advice could you give us now and and what happens when you do do that Is is it scary it was scary yes because then you know I went on to benefits while I did the course the six months I don't think it's so easy for people to do that now but then saying that there are you know obviously there are university courses and things that older people can do Uh, people quite often start doing degrees in later life now if they want to complete career change and I do think that that is a very good thing to do especially if you feel you know, where you are. I mean, I'd worked as a legal secretary. Then later, like I said, I was working in a gift shop and it was uh, really just not going to lead to anywhere at all. I was feeling very stuck. So I made this decision to do that. And then six months later, I got another job that was a better job. It was an admin job still. But by that time, I was, you know, headed towards getting the qualifications and I'd started to do a bit Mm. of therapy as well. So at that point, I combined working part-time with a few therapy treatments and Mm -hmm. uh, things like that as well. So, yeah, and worked at various places giving holistic treatments and massage therapy. Um, but I also was doing the writing as well. So. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Jennifer's published several books. So how did how did all that come about? So the writing came about, um, I would say, you know, when I was a single parent still and the children used to go to bed and I used to think, what am I going to do now for the next two hours? And I then started writing the first book I wrote, uh, The Silver Lining. That's actually not up on Amazon anymore, but that was the first thing I wrote. And that was a bit of a journey for me, that book. Hmm. It was a spiritual journey for me. And there was lots of things that were just coming through to me then spiritually that, um, you know, woke me up woke me up in lots of ways to the the spiritual more spiritual concepts mm-hmm. um and then from then on I just carried on writing 
Williams wishes that was a lot that took a long time that book had lots of free rights and you know it was a bit of an ongoing journey for me but my mother also was a published writer Gillian right. Kay um, and her books most of them were in libraries you could purchase her books most of them were in libraries and she She's a prolific author. She'd written 33 books. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, all fiction. Fiction and also, you know, um, historical romance. Right. And some of them went into Italia. And I think there was a couple of audiobooks. So I was surrounded by books. My parents were librarians. Um, uh-huh. Books were their thing. So, you know, and my mother's writing at that point, you know, I never really thought when I was younger that I was going to be a writer. Mm. And then suddenly it was almost as if a new channel opened up and I I just wanted to keep writing. So it's been a long, I've been writing for a long time now. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to ask you as well is with the writing and I know because you are a friend of my, mine, I know that you are into dancing as well. I know you're always off to weekends here, there and everywhere. You have a right jolly old time of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just starting a hobby can absolutely transform your life as well, can't it? You don't have to be looking for a new career or something that will sort of change where you live or anything big like that. It can be that something as simple as finding a hobby that you love that will open your life out. Yes, I totally agree. I mean, dancing is transformational. I mean, it's a social activity. You meet lots of new people. It increases your confidence. Um, I also feel like, you know, when people have hang-ups about their body and things like that, people generally get over it when they're dancing because it's mm. all different shapes and sizes. People learn to love themselves more. Um, no, there's no judgments generally you know it's just really good fun and yeah. you know, I go to a group in Ipswich um, in and out of that a little bit but I always try and get to the socials because I've been dancing a very long time I tend to just go to the socials which once a month mm-hmm. um, I might go to a few classes in between I've danced at Tom and Pat Lakes and the funny story about that was I learned to dance ballroom there when I was 17 and now I'm back (laughs) I'm back there at 57 (laughs) doing salsa in the same Jennifer they thought they'd got rid of you (laughs) (laughs) I am now going to ask you a question that I usually ask of my guests uh, here on the directory of a dream life 50 plus podcast and that is if you met the teenage jennifer now what's the one thing she'd be proud of that she could see in you in you and what's the one thing she'd wish you'd done differently in life Mm. okay well i don't think i believed in myself enough when i was at school so the 15 year old was sort of um in the middle she was a middle person she was um someone who was not in the a band she's top of the b band and never seemed to get into the top groups in the mm. a band and i felt very stuck 
because I wasn't very good at maths, but my English was really good. So I feel that, you know, I wish I'd had some more confidence and realised my abilities when I was younger. Because yeah. I think I'd be a little bit more confident I possibly could have, you know, got there earlier. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I was already, I'd written some amazing poems when I was like, 10 years old so you know I I had slightly different aspirations I was always creative I was a bit of a dreamer mm -hmm. and I want to say to that dreamer you know there's nothing the matter with dreaming you've got a fantastic poem about breathing haven't you no I've written about breathing mm. um this is this is about yeah it is about being kind to yourself and it is about learning to listen to yourself and also knowing that the breath is really all we yeah. need well, are you going to read it for us thank you that would be lovely okay breathing when i first came to me i was unable to hear my mind was unstable and i was full of fear i walked the steps of a repetitive path i wanted to scream and i wanted to laugh i turned to god and turned to others. I'd taught so much, I'd started to smother, yet this repetition never seemed to end. It was my enemy, no longer my friend. I slowed down my walk and found my first step. It was full of intention and felt new and adept. I had forgotten to tread with flecks in my foot. I'd forgotten my way disguised by the soot but now i could see an opening flower my mind had slowed down no longer devoured okay. i laughed as the droplets of rain hit my face i began to awaken and felt a disgrace my mind mind began to punish i beat myself up i grabbed the bible and thought i'd mucked up i flexed even further and felt out of control. My mind spiralled, questioned like I was a troll. I no longer knew me and my intentions fell waste. I looked in the mirror and saw a disgrace. How could I expect to rely on just me? Intentions and affirmations to set myself free. My eyes grew cloudy and the grass was long. I once again heard my repetitive song. The monkey had won as he chattered away. My hands grabbed him, but he wanted to stay. I breathed deeply and put away my books. I didn't worry about the curious looks. I filled my lungs with the air that was meant, which gave me life and showed me intent. My heart found a rhythm and feet found a walk. My body grew stronger, my head stopped its talk. I lost my intention, but learned how to be. My heart said, you've got it now. You know how to be free. Ah, uh, yeah, I love that. It sort of says that you can try religion, you can try intentions, affirmations, everything under the sun. But at the, at the end of the day, these things do all help don't get mm -hmm. me wrong but it comes back to the breath it comes back to breathing slowing mm -hmm. yourself down yeah and yeah. breathing
yeah the now mm-hmm. yeah that fits in so well with the directory of the dream life 50 plus message that you know it is happiness is an inside job what's happening for you now um, you've got a new book coming out haven't you yes i'm working on the book salsa which should be out in the spring salsa is very interesting because it's not just about one main character it's basically about a group of people mm-hmm. um, and how they all interact with each other and also how they all learn from each other as well so you've got one or two sort of classic character types but you've got other people um like a yoga teacher who does meditation and mindfulness and how the when the group interact with her that people start to become more aware of themselves it's a holiday read it's got everything in there yeah we like holiday reads (laughs) (laughs) because we like holidays (laughs) i'm going to put in the show notes a link to one of your existing books on amazon Mm -hmm. so that we can keep abreast of what you're up to and we'll see when your salsa is Mm -hmm. published um but you've also very kindly offered for anybody who's interested in taking you up on your empowerment coaching that you will is is that for an hour or half an hour that's for an hour for an hour for an hour which is normally 45 pounds if you tell Jennifer that you heard about her through the directory of a dream life 50 plus podcast she will only charge you 40 pounds and you're invited to follow her facebook groups angel wisdom and natural co-creators community now they are facebook groups so you'll need to just click on join the group and jennifer will let you in Right. I will welcome you. She'll welcome you, not just let you in. Okay. Well, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you, Jennifer, and I hope to catch up with you again soon. Okay, thank you. Thanks for having me on, Marsha. It's been absolutely brilliant. I hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget, when you purchase my Best Life Journal or come to any of my workshops, you will receive the eight free meditation downloads from Jennifer entitled Shades of Cephalonia, absolutely free of charge. Also, speaking of workshops, I'll tell you more about this next week, but check the link in the show notes. I've just launched a workshop to be held locally here to me in Wigan. So if you are around on March the 30th, I'd love you to join us. Check the link. Before I go, Here's the answer to last week's quiz question, along with this week's quiz question. The answer to last week's quiz is Quiche Lorraine. If you'd like to know what the question was, then you'll have to listen back to episode 39. Here's this week's question. The Beatles broke up in 1970. What was their last released album? Listen to the question carefully. And no Googling. Thanks so much for your support. Don't forget to tell your over 50 friends about the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. And please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Have a great week. 
Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available on several platforms, as well as via our website. So please keep listening and tell your friends all about it. Do follow us on Instagram and Facebook too. You'll find all the relevant links in the show notes. Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus is about making our life happier and easier. So if you do have suggestions or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at Have a fantastically happy week and I'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.